0: So, today is another day. Today is another day. Another week. It seems like, this sounds like it's becoming like kind of my daily diary. And uh, I'm, to be honest, quite enjoying it, selfishly. Seems to be that... Expressing myself the way I see fit, um just a sec mm. expressing myself the way I see fit doesn't fit for everyone, and I quite understand that, but that doesn't mean that I personally shouldn't be expressing myself. Now, it depends on the intention, really. I mean, each one of us could be doing exactly what the, someone else is doing. Yet, it will be taken differently. Like the famous example of two people doing a sexual joke, or performing like a sexual act, uh, sexual joke, sorry. From one person, you feel so disgusted. Yet from the other, you just can't stop laughing. Or you cannot even not laugh, because, even if you want not to laugh because you're kind of a decent person or whatever. You know, you're, you're, you're a nice girl or a nice boy. You don't laugh at this shit. But you still do. Because for some reason, it doesn't offend you. Yet with someone else do it. It's kind of your stomach almost turns over. So I really am asking myself, it's like, why is this happening? Why certain people say certain things and it works and with other people it doesn't? Why do I get offended from some people when they say something and from others that I don't as well? We usually go, "Oh, I love this person. this person is cool we like we kind of refer to it in terms of um like our relationship to them, but I wonder aren't our relationship with those people due to us not being feeling offended because of them?" Or because of their presence, of what they say? So it it seems like it's very paradoxical. I mean, it depends also of my intention. I could be completely lying to myself. What do I want from this person? Do I want this person to like me? Of course, if I like someone, whatever they say sounds funny or meaningful or whatever this hidden agenda that I am, the hidden agenda that I act upon, it became so hidden that I don't even see it with my own two eyes anymore. And it seems that our relationships are shaped by, mostly by the hidden intentions. Sorry, they're shaped maybe by the clear intentions, but they're driven by the hidden intentions. I mean, the clear intention is like, I, to use the same example, I want to, you know, make a humorous environment by tackling an easy topic like sex. Yet the hidden intention could be, I want to be liked. I want to be seen as attractive. I want to be secure in my space. I one to keep you entertained. The other. Etc, etc. Yeah. The social circles. I'm not even going to call it social circles anymore. I'm going to say it like they're relationship which we live our lives in all the time. It seems to be the area where we feel most insecure insecure in. And it seems that the psychological insecurity seems that the psychological insecurity is where we live most of our lives in. I mean, in terms of security in general, you have know, physical and you know, psychological. Yeah, I need to take care of that. The amazing notifications. But to go back to it. So, it really seems that I live most of my life in quite unclear environment. This is where I spend most of my time in, always measuring my placement, thinking what is appropriate, what is not appropriate. Whenever you say or be yourself, well, whenever you say something unfiltered, you either get like a backlash from someone, someone getting offended or you feeling that you might have offended someone. But the thought of clarifying that interaction, or maybe conflict, doesn't come to mind. We reply with whatever is present in our head as a result of that interaction. So it's clear that I am hostile, in my head already. Because I really don't... There is no proof to whatever is that I perceive as what happened except that logic which is in my head. So investigating or inquiring into whatever actually happened within the relationships or the relationship that whatever happened in happened in seems to be a crucial, necessary step, word, but mostly we don't do it. We don't do it because... Why? Why can't we just ask? Why can't I just ask, Hey, what the hell happened here? Is it maybe that when that happens, I'm already hurt? I'm already in pain. Is it maybe that I want to maintain my image as a person who, whatever image that I have of myself, strong, tolerant, uncompromising, maybe also like a I'm the kind of person who wouldn't who wouldn't take someone else's shit. I would respond exactly right at them from the beginning instantly because I'm a strong person, because of my background, because I've been a, a different kind of person in the past and I want to prove that I'm not that kind of person again, again and again and again. Not realizing that I'm just kind of a chain of reaction of a certain events or identity that is initial from the beginning and it's just regardless of how it transforms or how it flows but it is still, still the same pattern still the same mechanism governed by my past but all that just maybe theory and analytical indulgence yet the fact is when i'm being called stupid or when I hear something that is kind of off-limits, what happens is, is that I am active. Unconsciously active, so it seems. What I think that I reply with doesn't really... There is no room for that to be questioned, even if I do try to question it. But it's clear that there is no room for questioning that which comes out in my head. Maybe we we'll start with a song, come back again. Maybe we can enter this track with a question. I was like, why am I so convinced, convinced with how I see the world to be? Am I really convinced with what I see of the world? What I see of myself? Or does I have to be convinced with it? Isn't this a fundamental question? Am I really convinced? Or does I have to be convinced? If I tackle the point of, am I really convinced, then, sorry, then I have to say for myself that I am actually never, almost never, always convinced. I'm never convinced. There is a one salesperson, <laughs> who I don't really like to be honest, but... He says, like, everything is negotiable. And I see this kind of in our world. But just as an example, not okay to, to take it as a golden rule. But in the same sense, I'm almost never convinced. When it comes to my psycho, you know, the psychological field, even in my normal choices, you know, buying a car or a PC or a piece of furniture, Yes, I reach a point where I kind of convince myself or I kind of end up being convinced. But again, I'm not really convinced. If we talk long enough, there is always room for a different understanding, for a different point of view. But my convinced utterly positive, like, confirmed response, hints that I have to be convinced. I am right, this is how it is seen, this is, my, this is how it is. It seems that there is safety for that, like there is a need of safety when it comes to that. There is a, there is a need. Like an underlying need for that for that need of being sure of what I'm saying and even being sure of what you are. I wonder why that is. By the way, the long pauses comes in because really if, if this is all in the moment and without such thinking or reflection this wouldn't go anywhere. So being silent, I hope maybe also these kind of questions to whoever is listening that also you go into it with me, and let's see. Maybe we we'll come up with the same thing, or we we'll come up with different things. That's, for me, kind of sounds like a beautiful process. But at the end, like psychologically, me and you. Who else has authority over those? Who has authority over? this interaction, this expression, who has authority over whatever is going on in my head? Being like, having an expert or not an expert. Like, this underlying fear of talking about myself. Or even appearing in a certain way or another. We're so chained by so many various things that I can't seem to be able to be here and now. I'm always in some kind of corner in my head which is justified by a certain thing or another What's up with this authority? This placement? This position that I have to have? I cannot just be <laughs> confused, can I? I have to know. I have to be on a certain side with a certain point of view. I have to have an opinion. See, the opinion is really violent. Because if you come in a, if we discuss and we go into a dialogue, right, give and take, hear each other out, think certain things over together, then whatever we're gonna reach is whatever we're gonna reach, you know, a point of view, a shared point of view. And we might feel also good about it. But even that point of view, which we all worked together with over, A second later, it could be and quite possibly be invalid anymore. Because life has moved. Again, talking psychologically. Not talking politically. Not talking about like economically or technologically. Talking about psychologically. Relationship. Where everything else stems out from. So we need to be extra careful when it comes to that. So having my own opinion different than your opinion is quite aggressive. Sticking to that, yeah, wanting that to be true, rather than just to look at it as just one point of view, at least whatever is point of view that is present now, that is I have it now, it's hard to really recognize that this is just an idea. I am so invested in my own opinions. I'm so invested in how I see the world. I'm scared shitless. Because now it's like, imagine if come someone tells you, like, hey, everything you know about everything could be wrong. Everyone you love, all your friends and family, could be not yours, maybe in the next day. How will you behave? How will I behave when I see the actual possibility of a certain individual or another or a group leaving me, not being with me, rejecting me, maybe also hurting me or betraying me? How will I behave? Will that change my values? Would that change the qualities that I would go through? Maybe we say we're not. But maybe we can reflect on that a little bit. Because we say we are good people. But when it when things do change. It is very clear that the circumstances bring out, the change in circumstances bring out a certain kind of state in us that most of us is like, oh, no, no, you're just going through a breakup, this is going through such pain or whatever. And we take it and it's like, oh, okay. this person is miserable now. Everything is justified. But is it? Of course, you know, there is reasons for it. But what is the value of me saying that I am an honest person if whenever the circumstances change kind of a little bit more than what I can handle I end up not being honest and I lie. So what value does goodness in my head about me what what value what what value has that, does that have What am I trying to achieve by saying that I'm a good person or that I'm a bad person? Why am I so occupied with figuring out my place in the world? what does my place has to do with the way i live what does my place have what does less what does my place have to do with my happiness with my feelings isn't that ultimately what we all thrive on, feeling good, feeling like a winner, feeling secure, unagitated, or maybe a certain rush, that emotional field is quite valid. But that emotional field is connected so much to wherever beliefs, thoughts, ideas are attached to. You call me stupid, that makes me feel bad because I'm trained that way. That emotion is trained that way. Some people, if you call them smart, they start. If you call call a person who is obviously beautiful, beautiful, they quite possibly might feel bad because they might think that you only see that they are beautiful. Maybe they want to be called smart. And again, when you go to a smart person, oh my God, you're so smart, especially smart people, like actually smart people, and you call them smart, they're like, oh my God, yet another one. And they get, feel bad. So, me wanting to feel certain feelings is not that different from me wanting or believing in certain thoughts to be true. Maybe this is also one of the reasons, if not the reason, is like, why am I so invested in my own opinions? Because I believe that this will reach me somewhere if I'm vegan or green or feminist or whatever it is, even like an extremist and whatever, any ism in any way, this kind of, there is a belief that this will lead somewhere. Somewhere where I get to live a favorable life. Me involved, my value system or even the earth, whatever it is, my environment, in my group, and it seems that that investment shallow investment um, creates lots of resistance and stubbornness because there is no passion like the passion is not there it's 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 quite. Fueled with uh, self-interest. The agenda behind it. Because ultimately, I just want to feel better about myself. And I want to feel good. I don't know if you see that. We could... It's the same example with of the joke thing. We could be believing the same two things. One of them is faking and the other is not. Hypocrisy. How much... Of a hypocrite, I really am. Do I see that all I ultimately care about is to feel better about myself? Or to feel better in general? If I don't see that, I don't know how we can actually continue this conversation with each other if we are actually having one. Do I see that? Of course, if I do see that, then it's all going to be what am I concerned with. I'm concerned with being recognized in the world, seen for who I truly am as an idea. See the value, my opinions, my contribution, my position, the groups I belong to, etc., etc., etc. Perception, perception of the other, perception of the other. Wow. Doesn't that explain most, a lot of my relationships that I've had? (laughs) Truly, if I see that, if I do see that this is what's happening, what happens then? What do I feel now? Despair? Agony? All that shame and guilt? Misery? yeah it's all fine everything is fine just do I see it or not? I don't see it maybe the question was okay now what to do it's like do what really do what what's happening now. Not to belittle it or grow it or whatever. Just we're here now. Definitely the norm is to change things. To go and be better than what I am. that's exactly the same thing I want to feel better about myself all the corruption is there already I'm not being true to whatever is actually in me what is really the value of perceiving what I actually am about. I personally feel relief. I don't know about you, but I really do. I really do. You know why? You really want to know why. I mean, maybe this is exactly what you want to feel, don't you? Relief. Finally. Finally. Finally, I don't have to kind of fucking do all this work. Sorry for the word. Finally, I don't have to freaking do all this work. All these chores, all these kind of paths and smiles, fake smiles and fake words and passages and reading this and doing that. Just so I can feel okay. How much have I wasted of myself, energy-wise? How many breaths? All that. Just so I can feel okay. Just so I can be okay about how I feel. Just so I can be okay for what it feels not even feels like, but just feels. Did I give? Did we give it? Give each other the freedom to, to really feel. Like fundamentally feel. To feel without the name of the feeling, just to to be there. I cannot assume that I'm, that what's happening on the other side of the camera is on the, what's happening on this side. But what is clear to me, it's like, I really don't know how to live. I really don't know how to live properly. But according to an agenda or a certain system or whatever, I've been wasting my life. Corrupted everything that I'm doing everything that I'm saying corruption and thank God I don't know how to live now running like a maniac here and there acquiring this and acquiring that dumping this and dumping that just so I can Be free. Now we're free. And all it took is what? Not to belittle it, but all it took is to see. It's like we live with the boogeyman. Don't careful this careful for this not to happen, for that and this and that. And then in the end, I'm living with the fear of all these things. Psychologically. And then I go do all these things. Run away from them. Protect myself from them. Buy this and buy that. Do this and do that. Not for me, but for whatever I'm afraid of. Fear is writing that narrative. Do I see that? So I see how much that demon, it's the fear and the idea that brings fear are not that different from one another. Actually, they're not different. Having an idea, a good idea, like marriage, and The potential of losing that marriage becomes a fear. So the idea of marriage is not separate from the potential of losing that idea. That idea, that inception, that grasp, that the need for that to be there all the time is the fear. But ultimately, again, it's all about how I feel. So when I realize the circus that is going on in me and around me, it is also around me. It's so much around me. It's even scarier not to be like that. It's scary to be alone. But that all that circus, do you see how much is being wasted? I mean, do we see it in the world? We waste so much food, so much water, so much everything. We do waste. It manifests externally as well. I am the world. I'm not so different. I'm not different at all. (sighs) Do we even have a place to go from here now? I don't know about you. But now it's it feels there is a space. It seems that feels that there is space for the lack of better expression that goes through my veins. Rather than a space that I want to be in or out of. But the space or space is flowing and whatever comes from there comes from there stay watchful and see you next week